Hello, it's Luna Diosa, and it's about five o'clock, uh, CST, so central. I'm um, uh, about 45 minutes from Chicago, Illinois. Um, it's a blizzard right now <laughs> um, in the town that I'm in, and pretty much in the area of the Midwest. We've been hit really hard with all this snow the last couple of weeks, um, but we're getting through it. We're figuring it out. <laughs> I bought a new I got a new truck a couple of uh, like a month or two ago so it's kind of perfect timing for me in my life I feel safe and secure um, you know the universe gave me everything I needed um, to prepare myself for this so as a lot of people are sitting at home um, and not leaving their homes which is good for them because that's where they feel safe um, I feel okay you know <clears throat> I, like I said, I was just uh, leaving work right now. Um, I was just at a client's house for about five hours. Um, I, right now at the moment, I do uh, in-home caregiving. So I go to client's homes who are in need of services, um, a lot of dementia, Alzheimer's patients. Um, and just kind of, you know, help around the house to keep them in their home and not have to find services like a nursing facility or something like that. Um, you know, and I've actually only been doing this work for a very short amount of time. Um, I'd say it's probably around, again, like two months maybe. Um, I was a waitress for a while. Um, Pretty much all my jobs have always had to do with customer service. I've always dealt with people. Um, there were a couple times where I found myself working in warehouses and it one either didn't last long or the one time it did last a little bit, maybe like a less than a year still, but long for me, um, I ended up being a team leader, line lead within 30 days. So again, um, my job was being that person in between the temp agency the actual warehouse who dealt with um, basically motivating and getting the um, temps to come in and work um, but I was the temp myself so it was it, it, again customer service customer service <laughs> um, I do like customer service I um, so yeah it's a lot I have a lot to say today <clears throat> I'm going to have to take a lot of breaths because I have a lot of things that happened today. A lot of um, things that I just want to share. And, you know, I don't know who's listening to this or when they're going to listen to this. Because just because I'm recording it right now today does not mean that, you know, someone else isn't going to hear it later on. And it's just going to click for them at that time. It didn't really click for them when it clicked for me. But it will reach them when it's supposed to reach them. Um, so right now I'm just kind of talking out there and whoever ends up listening, thank you. Um, so back to my jobs. Um, I have only been doing this caregiving for about a couple months now. And before that I was a server for a good amount of time. Um, I found myself in restaurants. I really loved the hustle and bustle and, you know, working with the people and stuff. And, um, I... You know, 
I love people, but I hate, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> whoa, I love people, but I was going to say something, but I decided I don't want to say that anymore. I love people, but I don't understand them. I don't understand them. They confuse me a lot of times. Uh, they confuse me and it frustrates me when I'm confused. It frustrates me when I don't understand something and I want more answers and I'm not able to get them. That frustrates me a lot. So sometimes it can be very frustrating to be around people for me, um, especially when I don't have that time to myself. And it took me about 30 years to realize that. Okay, maybe 28, 29. I don't know how long. But it took me a while to realize that I need time away from people and then I can be around some of the worst people and be okay um so I was a server for a while and um I did start out serving at you know the really Applebee's and things like that you know and then um I uh you know nighttime restaurants but then I found myself uh working at breakfast restaurants and at first I still worked evenings um but I worked at a breakfast restaurant and eventually I ended up getting to mornings and breakfast restaurants and um I found a lot of the people I like to work with um I knew how to kind of like um read them easily because they already knew who they were um <laughs> let's just say it the older adults <laughs> or um aging adults as uh, I like to call them aging adults um you know they already know who they are they know what they want they sometimes can be very demanding but they know what they want and if you listen to them they'll tell you exactly what they want you give them what they want meet their needs and they're happy that's it it's as simple as one two three um and that was really comforting for me and uh I really love serving people I love I live and love and service work um it's a a lot of the ways it's how I show my love um it's my primary love language service um and it's how I show my love and um uh it was easy to do that as a server in a breakfast restaurant to give service give good service and then get appreciated and valued for it so I kept at it for a while until the universe was like, okay, yeah, this, um, this has got to change. This isn't for you anymore. Um, and 2020 did that, you know, uh, the restaurants, I, I thought that I had found something I was probably going to do for a very long time. Um, and the universe had other plans for me. Uh, 2020 cleared a lot of things and working in restaurants was one of them for me. I got very comfortable there. I got very comfortable with the uncomfortable and the uh, and I thrived in that environment and at times with other people it didn't go so well, but um you know, it was working for me until it wasn't anymore. And COVID happened, the restaurant shut down, um and I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to make money. I didn't know how I was going to I have a daughter who's four, and I have two other children from a previous marriage and two sons. They are right now uh, nine and seven, or, okay, they're not nine and seven yet, but they will be nine and seven in March and April, <laughs> uh, which is only a month or two away, so uh, they're almost nine and seven, uh, and they do live with my husband. Uh, they 
we all lived as a family before, but that's not how it is today. And that's a whole other podcast maybe one day. But today, um, it's just me and my daughter living together. And then I do try to uh, financially send, you know, whatever I can to my husband so that, as some would say, child support. I just, I give what I can. My husband understands that I mean oh, my ex-husband uh, at this point understands that I do what I can and I do my best so with that being said um, I was a waitress who just lost her job um, and I didn't really have anything else to fall back on I uh, dropped out of university after three semesters so I didn't have a degree um, I didn't really have any other professional experience other than retail and customer service jobs. So I could have ended up going back to some kind of retail or something like that. But I just felt in me that something new was coming. Something very different than I've done before. And something that was going to be really fulfilling to me. I had gotten to this point in my life in 2020 where... I realized that everything I did had intention. Everything I did had intention. Um, Everything I did was very personal. Everything was just, just had meaning behind it. And I would be crazy to think that my job was just going to be some... I just knew that it was going to be something different and something was coming, but I didn't know what and I didn't know how. Um, I had, I, one of my friends told, I, I tried a different restaurant. I ended up going back to a restaurant that um, I really enjoyed and, and it was different than I had been there the year before. And I thought, oh, well, maybe this is it. Maybe it's just a new restaurant. And uh, I tried, I went backwards and I lasted there probably a week or two before um, they started giving me the runaround and then I had this car accident and it just, oh, I, yeah, wow, the car accident, I forgot about that for up until right now. <laughs> I mean, I didn't forget about it, but I didn't think about it all day, all day until right now. Um, I did, I had a car accident, um, and. I didn't crash into anybody else. Um, I crashed into a parked car late at night. And I did not really physically hurt myself other than hitting my head. I hit my head really hard. I had a bruise on my face and on my eye where I had hit something. Either the steering wheel, I had hit the airbag or the wind. I don't know what I hit, um, but I hit something on my head. My head hit something and... I don't really remember a lot of things after that. Um, My memory was really spotty for about a week after that. I, um, I couldn't remember things. I couldn't remember names, dates. I had this horrible, horrible migraine that lasted probably a week or two. Um, And anytime I looked into bright lights, LED lights, anything like that, LED or anything, um, my eyes, my head would just start throbbing right away and, um, I couldn't think or react, uh, even emotionally, I was getting weird and aggressive and, 
when I had crashed, the police, I, I guess I called the police, um, and the police ended up coming, um, well, the EMTs or police, I don't remember exactly, it was, it's a, it's a lot of a blur, but, um, they ended up coming, and I told them I didn't want to go to the hospital, I refused, um, against medical advice, I refused to go to the hospital after the accident, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> and, um, they said that they advised me to not, you know, to go to the hospital. And I said, no, I lived really close and I was fine. And, you know, I wasn't bleeding or anything. I was okay to go. And, and I, I did, I, uh, I, you know, I didn't go to the hospital. I went home and, and then I went home and I told my mom how I really had to go to work the next day. You know, I had just got back to my new job and it was a Sunday and I really have to go to work and, if it was Sunday or what day it was. Actually, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't remember what day it was. Um, I'm sure if I thought about it and looked back, I could figure it out. I journal a lot of things, so I'm sure I wrote it down somewhere, but and not, not a point. But I um, told my, my mom how I needed to go to work. I, it was really important. I can't miss a day. I can't call off. Um, and I got ready and went to work. And I don't remember, I don't remember getting ready and going to work. I don't remember going to work. I don't remember having an argument with her and her telling me to go to the hospital and me saying, no, I was fine. I was going to work. So I go to work and I, within 30 minutes, I get sat four tables, which isn't unusual in a breakfast restaurant and the restaurant I was at. Um, but I messed up every single table. Um, my boss and other people noticed right away that something was off. Um, a lot of people thought I was on drugs um, or hungover or something because, you know, I had these marks on my face. I was wearing glasses. Um, I tried to wear my glasses because I didn't want them to really see the marks on my face, but everybody's still seen it anyways. Um, I told them about the accident, but I couldn't communicate very clearly because I, again, was not in my right mind. No, I wasn't there or I was something wasn't right and um they sent me home my boss sent me home he told me to go home and I did I went home to my second parents and I have another set of parents I have two parents uh, I mean I have two okay I have my mother my biological mother and then I have a, a a set of parents, a mother and father, that are my parents also. Um, again, we'll talk about this another time, but I went home to my second parents, and, well, my mom bought me home to my sec my mom and my dad, and they tried to convince me to go to the hospital also, because that mom knew that something was really wrong, and and I got very aggressive and my mom knew that this was not normal um, for me. This was not normal. I'm sliding. I'm sliding. Uh, uh. Sorry. I was scared. I thought I was going to slide. Um, my mom knew that I was not normal and she finally got me to go to the hospital. Um, I spent the whole night in the hospital, and that was a lot, too. A lot of things happened there. A lot of 
downloads, a lot of things became clear that I didn't realize before, understand. Um, and for that, I'm grateful. Um, so after, um, right after this car crash, um, literally, uh, like was the, the car crash happened the same week. Oh wait, no, no, it did. It did not happen the same week. The car crash happened. And then maybe a couple of weeks after I started my new job. Um, to say that that week or a couple of weeks, uh, like it was just craziness, but, um, so with the car crash, that's when I stopped going to the restaurant and um, they weren't calling me back. And there was just a lot of like around. He didn't believe what was going on. He wasn't sure if I was on drugs and whatever was going on. But at the end of it, um, I brought all my papers from the hospital and everything. And I just wanted to prove that, you know, it wasn't what he thought, but he was right. Like I shouldn't be there anymore. Like I didn't belong there anymore. And in the time of waiting for him to call me back and a couple of weeks of him figuring out what was going on um one of my friends told me about another job and oh, one of my friends told me about another job and I applied um I wasn't sure if I was gonna get it I wasn't sure um if you know whatever was I, I wasn't sure I wasn't even sure exactly what kind of job it was I thought I had an idea of the job but um it ended up being something completely different than what I not completely different, but a little different. Um, so I, um, I, you know, I went for it and the restaurant called me back. They call, they called me on a Saturday and said, or again, oh no, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. I remember this. It was Saturday, December 31st. Um, because the next day was New Year's 2021. It was, it was Saturday, December 31st, 2020. And the restaurant called me back. And they said, did you know you were so, you were on the schedule today? You're supposed to be here. And I said, no. Nobody told me. Nobody told me I was on the schedule. Nobody called me or anything. Um, I deleted my Facebook at this time. My personal Facebook, I deleted it. And... Um, she said, well, can you come in right now? We kind of need you. And I said, yes, I can come in right now. And I went. I went and I worked and I did my job to the best of my ability that day. And everything went fine. And I didn't have any issues. And it was all okay. Um, I told everybody that I'd see them the next day. And everybody asked how I was. And I told them I was fine. And, you know, um. I really thought that I was going to go back there the next day. I really, really did. I didn't, I did not have any intention of not going back, even though I knew that I had an interview next week for a new job. Um, I knew that I had an interview the next day for a new job, but, or it was either an interview or training the next day on Monday for the new job. But, um, I, in my mind was still like, Oh, I'm coming back tomorrow. And I didn't know that that was the last time I was ever going to be there. Um, so I said goodbye to everybody and, um, you know, see you tomorrow, have a good, see you next year <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, 
I didn't go back. Uh, you know, it was New Year's Eve and I had a crazy New Year's, uh, 2020 New Year's Eve. It was insane. Um, some people would probably say it was one of the worst New Year's Eve they've ever had. I actually didn't even celebrate on at midnight when it turned 2021 because I was witnessing <laughs> um, somebody who was uh, fueled by drugs and alcohol and everything argue with another person fueled by drugs and alcohol and other people watching and screaming and it was just it was a mess it was crazy it and you know what it wasn't my family it wasn't it wasn't anybody who was related to me directly or um you know my daughter was at home asleep with my parents and I was with people that I used to consider family um only because I would say oh they're my family you know they love me like you know family and <clears throat> um I was on the outside looking in. I was uh, witnessing something that I, I think I was given a choice at that moment. And I didn't know the choice or what, I didn't know what it entitled, what, you know, it came with. But I was given a choice that, you know, the end, those last, that last day. And, and it was, um, you know, I was in between. I was in between worlds and I was on the brink of what I call full, uh, 5D. Um, that's what I believe. I believe that I was looking at what some people would say is the new earth, the, the new, the the, the heaven on earth that the I don't know what are they calling <laughs> they call it lots of different things in lots of different places but I believe that I was in between this space and I was looking at the old earth and I was looking at what I came from and this um violence and um drugs and evil and just um hatred and jealousy and envy um all those things that just make your stomach curl and hurt and anger so much anger there's so much anger in the old and it's just um it was like i said a very very eye-opening uh experience and um, yeah, my New Year's was crazy and, uh, interesting. Um, so, uh, New Year's Day came and I didn't go to work. I didn't go there. Um, I knew that I had a better opportunity coming and I told myself that I was just going to let this pass me by. Leave this um, old 3D, 4D living and move on to this 5D living because I knew that at this point I knew and realized that I was worth it. I was worth moving to the new earth. I was um, different and it was time for me to go. I um, I planted some seeds 
you know, in people. And um, I just had to let go because I realized that no, you know, I couldn't bring anybody with me. I can't bring anybody with me um, to this new world, uh, to this new earth and whatever you want to call it, 5D. Um, People have to go on their own. It has to be a choice. Everybody has free will and I cannot um, make anybody do anything. I cannot make anybody change. I cannot make anybody even see anything if they don't want to see it. They're going to see what they want to see. And um, it was time for me to go. Um, so now here we are, um, February 15th to, uh, one and a half months later. So what is that? About six weeks, six weeks later, (laughs) six weeks later. And I feel like I am here. Um, you know, it took me a little bit to kind of let go. It took me um, some real convincing because I also didn't know, again, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know, um, you know, but I, uh, I came with it. So here we are six weeks later. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a snowstorm Um, about to do some uh, food delivery Um, I do I work for a company I'm an independent contractor through another company Um, which I just won't mention any names here it's it's really popular but I um, you know I uh, uh, I I work for, I work as an independent, sorry, I got distracted, you guys, I'm at the gas station, (laughs) I'm at the gas station right now, so I got a little distracted, but, um, I work for an independent contractor, and I, um, I deliver food, and right now that it is, you know, um, with this weather going on, they're paying us a little bit more money to deliver the food so I'm out here I have the tools to be out here I you know I can do it I'm out here um but uh I yeah so six weeks later and today so I'm actually um I I think I'm gonna pause right here I feel like that was just like a, a prelude or I guess that is that what you call it a prelude like a like the 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 chapter before the book <laughs> you know that was just a little background to get to where I am right now um I guess like some of that information need to be told I thought I was just gonna jump on here and just start from where I am right now but um you know I kind of just let it happen and I think some of the background needed to come in so right now could make sense um so I'm just gonna end this right here um in a minute or two and then I will restart another um I will restart another one and then we can just do that because I uh
yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. So I, I just want to say thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for anybody listening. Um, Thank you so much for just giving me the moment that you have, the moments um, of your time. Oh, thank you so much um, for being here and um, being here and what and wherever you are and whatever time it is um, in this moment right now, the energy and the space that I am in. Um, you know, this energy is gonna. It's going to draw you in and whatever time you hear it <laughs> or get to it um, and you'll be ready to, to receive it and hear it. And, and I hope you come on this journey with me. I hope you stay here with me. You know, I know some people are not going to um, continue the journey with me. They might just hear this and then, um, you know, decide that they don't want to be a part anymore of it. But for the people that do stay and for, you know, you, for you. For you listening, the one who, who's, who decided that they are going to stay and that they want to come back and they feel in their gut that there is something in my voice and something about what I'm saying makes sense to you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for opening your eyes and your real eyes. Thank you for opening and seeing and hearing and feeling me. Thank you because I'm here with you. Wherever you are right now, whatever time it is, whatever part of the world of earth that you are on in on ground <laughs> right now, I'm with you. I'm with you and you're with me in the space that I've created to last forever. Thank you. Thank you so much.